Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And I have two words to say to you. Okay. Pika Pika. I don't, those are. Is I, that one word? I don't think pika, that's pika. actually a word. Pika, like, pika. I think that's like a, no, that's like being like, guys, I've got two words to solve all your financial problems. Bark, bark. It'll be like, <laughs> pika, pika. isn't that more of like an onomatopoeia like, than anything else? <laughs> I can't wait to see this, and will I be pleased and delighted? Um, I, I, I think full enjoyment, much like, much like seeing like a superhero movie. If mm-hmm. you're not completely indoctrinated into that world, you'll get a lot of it. But then there's other stuff that you're just like, I don't understand how that person can do. Like, at one point in uh, the Pokemon movie. There, uh, one of the guys is like, oh, he needs to be healed. He needs to be healed. And then this lizard with a flower on its butt comes out. And I'm like, um, can that thing heal? Or what does it, like, I don't understand what their power sets are. Like, I vaguely understand what's going on mm-hmm. with them. But, like, it's it's only through, like, vague interaction I've had because the kids are into it. So, like, I can't immediately just be like, oh, that one. Yeah, well, it can do this, and whenever it levels up, it can do this. Like, at one point, like, because the, the whole family saw it. Like, ev- everybody went to see it. And I uh, I turned to my wife, and I go, hey, it is this what it's like to watch a superhero movie with me? And she goes, yes, exactly. She goes, except you don't know everything that's going on on the screen. And, like, uh Tanner, one of my boys, is just explaining it to any of the boys, and he's like, "Oh, well, that's that's Chara something, and he can do this, and when he when he like evolves, like he gets this, and he can do that, and now the fires why I, I or whatever." And I'm just like, "Huh, this is how the other half live." Like, I mm. maybe maybe this is what it's like whenever you you take like somebody that isn't just baptized into the force to a Star Wars movie. Look, I met someone who told me her last name and. As she says, Janeway, I'm just, what? <laughs> you start, dun, dun, uh-huh. dun. Yeah, I just, uh, we had a moment. She's like, what well, theme are you humming? Well, I had a moment. <laughs> I don't know how she felt about it, but I just couldn't let that rest. So, in my mind, Detective Pikachu is a smaller, yellow version of Deadpool without all the adult commentary. Evidently, um, Ryan Reynolds, I don't remember if this was on his Twitter, if it was just an interview. He said, there is an R-rated version of Pokemon if you were to take all of his outtakes. And, like, I can only (laughs) imagine, like, I've seen the stuff that they couldn't put in Deadpool. And I can only imagine what his stuff that just, because they're probably just like, Ryan, just try some stuff. Just improv. Just go, Mm -hmm. just uh, off the top of your head. And I've I've seen how that guy like talks when he just shoots from the hip. Um, a lot of it made it into Deadpool one and two, mm-hmm. um, and he can do that because that film has a rating that will support it. Uh, this unfortunately is based around a character that's partially owned by Nintendo. Um, not really well known for their mature themed games mm-hmm. uh, or anything. And I'm just sitting there going, "That's the version of Detective Pikachu." I want to see, like... I do as well. If we can do a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2, I think you can release, and I'm not saying in theaters, maybe maybe on Blu-ray, maybe maybe on VOD, I don't know. Um, give me the, the, the R-rated version I of Detective Pikachu. 
Ryan Reynolds, to I mean, to put it very succinctly, I, I'm not saying like he's the saving grace of this movie. Like it's actually a reasonably well-made movie for a video game movie, and it actually broke the previous record that um, Tomb Raider, not not the more recent, the 20, 2017 or twenty eighteen version. Nobody saw that. Okay. The the one with uh, Angelina Jolie that came mm-hmm. out like 18 years ago that actually oh, that has held the record for the biggest opening for a video game uh, influ- or like themed film. Inspired I found film. that movie mildly entertaining. Um, that was also the summer of Fast and the Furious. I remember not liking a lot of movies that summer. Like yeah. I just I want to stress mildly. Well, it, I think there's about a minute and 45 seconds worth of plot in that movie. Oh, yeah. And the rest of the time, I think it's just like shooting and hanging from ropes. Mm-hmm. And I want to say motorcycles, maybe. maybe. They're swimming. Possibly. There's yeah, that sounds, right. that sounds right. Uh, so this film stars Will Smith's son, yes? I don't think that's... Uh, Justice is his name. Oh. Justice something or other. It's not Jaden Smith. Oh, I, I think I, I, I assumed that a Smith who was that age was his kid. That's that lands this role. Every I, it, that's not really like it, it's not ageist. It's not like racist. It's is it Smithist? I guess it's. Are Smithist. you a Willist? Well, you assume that everybody with a last name Smith that, is Will Smith's child. <laughs> John, John Smith and Pocahontas yes, was he exactly was that Will exactly. Smith's son? No, I really did think it was him because he had done other acting, and I thought I think you're being generous, calling that acting. acting. At best, I think he was reciting. Okay, so lies. so what's this guy's name? Justice. What's Will Smith's kid's name? Jaden. I don't see the, how I there's a got them there's a J up. sound. Well, I think Justice actually has some acting chops. It's 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 very a subtle difference between the two, but it, it's it's apparent once you you hear one of them speak a line of dialogue. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So, um, Justice, not a Scientologist. Jayden, I, I don't know that conclusively because okay. he he you know obviously he's around Hollywood and there's apparently a lot of them up there. Apparently, but, but as far as I know, no. Okay. I did not get to interview him. For this movie, like I was supposed to. Because I was under the impression, because I'm Smithist, uh, I was hoping there would be an oh hell no put in it. That would have been that would have been fun. But again, like no, okay, it's not it's not Will Smith influenced. Like <laughs> though, if you would have thrown him and Ryan Reynolds into <laughs> a Pokemon movie, oh hell no, I'm just telling like that's a movie I'd watch right there. Like you don't don't even make. You didn't have to stop that. Oh, fast. I thought that's what the hand that, was. That was the hand run. You have to have to do my thing, but it's like you're not to stop mid sentence. I wasn't. No, maybe a train was coming. Okay, doot, doot. You're listening to parental guidance suggested from high atop the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center. Jane Ellen talking to Adam Cravens about who is and is not Will Smith's son. That's also Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Who is not Will Smith's son? Will Smith's son is not a Pokemon. Now, if you have just played the game Pokemon Go, will you understand it? Um, I, I don't think the plot is inherent to that. I think a lot of the the characters or like the pulls or like kind of the uh, 
the Easter eggs that they do in the background, you're going to understand that better. Like at one point, there's an there's an underground fighting like ring of Pokemon because it's illegal in this particular city. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to pit it against this. And then they have a fish that comes in. They're like, well, when it evolves, it becomes this. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I have no idea what you just said. That that doesn't make sense to me. But I will say this. Ryan Reynolds, despite being muted to a certain degree, <laughs> is still like he's golden. Like, Well, I assumed. And I'm, I'm sure whenever they decided to put this movie together... That was probably what they were thinking. The people that don't, you know, aren't playing Pokemon Go, didn't play like the ones on the Game Boy or the DS, like they they weren't into this, that, and the other. We need something that people outside of that world are going to be attracted to this movie for. And it opened reasonably well. I want to say something to the tune of about 58, maybe Mm -hmm. 60 million. It was just underneath uh, Endgame, like Mm -hmm. within striking distance. And of the new movies that opened this weekend, it was number one. Because Hustle was number two, and Palms, which I have no interest in seeing, was number three of the new films. Yes. Of yes. the, yes. Uh, by the way, I was looking at Justice Smith's uh, filmography. He was in the, the latest Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I, I think he was one of the scientists. Goes to the, the island. He's the one that keeps screaming. Oh, whenever the, yeah. I, I don't remember if it's a T-Rex or a raptor. Whenever okay. something, and he just keeps going, ah! Like the the really high pitch, and they're like. Now I remember who he yes, is. That okay. was him. I would not have thought that was him. Anyway, he's he is a bit more heroic in, in this, this. Okay, in this film. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's fabulous for him. Anyway, entertaining. From from a a I would probably not have seen this movie had it not been for my children's interest in seeing it, but. I a lot of children's films, I'm sure that's how they get to the gross that they're at because mom and dad have to go or mom or dad have to go. And usually brothers and sisters want to go. Once I did actually see it, like because I'm there for two hours, like I can get up and I can walk around, I can fall asleep or I can just watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds kind of eased me into a world that like I don't necessarily have an interest in independently. Um, he made it entertaining enough as as an adult that is not really not dragged to it, mm-hmm. but was a willing participant. Um, he was entertaining enough that I didn't feel like it was torture. And I, I, I have like ugly dolls. Canyon wanted to see that. And you said new. No. And I, that's when I pivoted to Pokemon. And I'm like, at the bare minimum, I got the Reynolds card. Mm-hmm. I got the Reynolds card. Like Ryan will save me. He'll, he'll, I know he'll save me. Like he, he's going to, he'll, he, he can do this. Now the story is, um, not Will Smith's son can understand Pikachu and all the other Pokemon. Just Detective Pikachu. Just Pikachu. Okay. He can understand him and they're going to solve crime and find his dad. Is there that is it? a, there's search a mystery for, surrounding, um, not Will Smith's son's dad. Okay. And that's kind of the, the I think that's the name he's going to go with. I, Justice is a solid name, but not Will. But Smith's nobody son. is going to forget the name, not Will Smith. <laughs> so I, I don't like. Technically, it's your. It's a different name. I, I don't know if the Screen Actors Guild will let him do that though. He could just be called NWS, kind of like Ice T. 
No, they're not alike. Can I, in can any I way. Like, like like C Montgomery Burns? Yes, or? yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. N.W.S. Yes, not Will Smith's son. Okay, so that's that's the whole thing. So he can understand, and I guess my question is, can the other Pokemon understand the humans? They can understand. It's kind of made apparent through the movie that like Pokemon don't in the way that like I can tell a dog, you know, go do this. Mm-hmm. The dog doesn't necessarily understand everything, but they're more like empathic to like they can understand possibly what you need, like a a service dog understanding that its master is hurt will go and try to get somebody else to help that Mm -hmm. kind of similar, similar in that fashion, but not that not in the way that like you and I are conversing right now. Let me take a quick sidebar because this story fascinates me. Sure. I only wish there was video, but in Canada, there's a guy and his dog. And the dogs sleeps outside. I don't know why. We won't go into it. But the reason is, I guess, to guard the property. And the dog's about a year old. And the guy wakes up and he finds trash everywhere. And then he finds things that weren't there when he went to sleep. Like, I don't know, the bone from a deer's leg. Sure. It turns out that a bear wanted to gain access to the human garbage and figured out that if each time it brought a tasty treat for the dog, the dog was like, help yourself. Because it kept happening and the dog would have another piece of deer and then like, what? <laughs> and I just, I want to know the conversations the bear and the dog had. I, I want this story. I want more. What was the, what was it, uh, uh, Martin Lawrence and Ashton Kutcher had, what was it, open, not open range. Season? Open season, yeah. I feel like that should be one of the sequels to that movie. Mm-hmm. Open range was a western. I knew I knew I was wrong about that. I, I would love that. It'll just be like, what's it worth to you? It'll be like, what about this leg of deer? And you'll okay. be like, that's the exact price <laughs> of admission. <laughs> Like maybe, Just, maybe it's Robert Duvall as the the old dog because he he seems to be able to play old well. Uh-huh. He's very convincing yeah, he's when he plays. Yeah. Or an old Kennedy. And maybe maybe it's uh, not uh, um, what's his face from uh, um, Night School. I cannot Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's the voice of the bear. Yes. I wow. I want to watch this movie. I know. Too. This, this movie sounds exceptional. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm in. So am I. Somebody. Somebody pay us, because we clearly just wrote the screenplay, and I'd watch it. But this was a real we thing. Wrote, we can at least get a story credit okay. at this point. I don't, I don't think that we wrote a screenplay. I don't know. Did Adam Sandler write all his Netflix screenplays? Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't think anybody wrote those. No, no, no. I think it's the, the, you know, the Ken's, you know, 500 Monkeys, like, yes, accident. Yes. It's like that. It's hmm. like that. Okay. Well, so Detective Pikachu, satisfying, and I'm assuming set up to be a franchise that makes lots of money. I I actually saw a, a meme on Twitter, I think it was, and it had uh, Samuel L. Jackson sitting down in front of Pikachu, and he goes, I want to talk to you about the Smash Brothers initiative. Like, <laughs> saying that, like, creating a, a, basically like a Nintendo universe, and the, if you haven't played, the Smash Brothers game uh, puts a lot of Nintendo's franchises together. It's a fighting game, so like, Donkey Kong, Mario, Pikachu, uh, Kirby, um, 
they can Kirby? all. Is that the one that doesn't belong? Kirby is the one that he is a a pink marshmallow. Sure. That can adapt himself to it, any social situation. If he eats you, he can take your powers or at least cl- it's, it's weird if I talk about it, not with and mm-hmm. while well, I'm not uh-huh. playing the game. Sure. But okay. essentially, there's a lot of video like Sonic the Hedgehog makes an appearance mm-hmm. in the series. It. If that's where Nintendo was going for it, like, I'm not saying I'd be opposed to it because a lot of these are the classic franchises that I played when I was a kid. Like, and what, what I kind of was hanging in the back of my head because my, my dad always took me to see movies. Not always, but like, if I really wanted to see something, I begged him hard enough, he would. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It seemed very full circle because. I made him take me to see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm. Uh, John Leguizamo, um, Bob what Hoskins, horrible film. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I, well, I didn't know that at that point. And this movie enthralled me. And like these genuinely talented actors, that was my genesis point for a lot of them. Like Bob Hoskins, I think I'd seen in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit prior to that. But like... It was a Mario Brothers movie, and I was well immersed in that video game. Like, that that was my jam. And, like, they were making a live-action movie, and I had to see it. And I think we were probably the only ones in the... The film, the film did terrible, but, like, it fascinated me. I had no idea it was a bad film. When did you point. realize that? Um... I, I mean, just now. I think sometimes I'm in denial about it. I'm not going to tell you. I haven't watched it since then, and <laughs> like, I, I think it just it plays to a a certain part of my cerebral cortex that lets me be young again. Um, it's kind of like going back and watching those cartoons that you're like, oh, I love that when I was a kid. Like like Voltron, the original mm-hmm. Voltron. It seems like a bunch of nonsense when I try to watch it now. But like when I was a kid and I was waking up at like six thirty in the morning so I could catch the full episode, uh-huh. oh my! It was righteous, righteous then. And I think I can still watch Super Mario Brothers, the movie, with those rose tinted glasses and just be like, ah, childhood. I just realized that because you and I and our children, we all stream, and we're raising our children not in a being held by the fist of the big five, they don't know what it's like to get up, not because you want to on Saturday, but because that's when the show is on and that's the only chance you have to see it. No, the the birth and death of Saturday mornings is kind of a fascinating one. And I mean, it, it all had to do with like the technology that had become like readily available for the masses at that point. Like, you had a, and this is before like Cartoon Network, like the fact that cable doesn't exist or satellite doesn't exist allows you to be able to put enough money into that couple of hours, Saturday mornings on network television, and be able to warrant doing new programming every year for it. Like mm-hmm. the Gummy Bears were birthed out of that, um, G.I. Joe, um, the latter seasons of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like all of this was made possible because also they don't have restrictions on the advertising mm. that you can do. That's ultimately besides like cable and it just uh, just a a mountain of things like home video. 
you had those eyes being diverted into other directions, like video games becoming more more easily accessed. It wasn't mm-hmm. just for the the uber rich kid, or at least the uber rich kid's parents. Um, so that lat- later on, especially when like I, I believe you had like congressional mandates saying that some of them have to be educational. Mm-hmm. Um, the cartoon can't just exist in order to promote a toy line like which i guarantee like that's that's got to be the one that just like did the misery ankle slam Mm -hmm. like to him because funny enough if you will look at a lot of the popular franchises now i'm not talking about the quality of the franchise but like the money making bit transformers that's what transformers was made to do there was a popular toy line in japan and they're like we need to write story any kind of stories for these so that kids will be like, I need to buy this. And I mean, they're, they're 30 minute commercials. They really were like, mm-hmm. I recognize that's what it was. That's that's ex- he man. Like they had um, Mattel had passed up the Star Wars line and they wanted um, they wanted their Star Wars like they they were really upset that they didn't have that. Because if you don't know anything about Star Wars, the toys are is what made George Lucas the the multi-billionaire mm-hmm. that he is. And they, they had been like, no, that's dumb. Nobody will buy that. And then like, they see them year after year after year, sequel after sequel, getting all of this stuff. And they're like, okay, well we've got to have that. So they decide that they're going to create a toy line, but they're like, well, we don't have a movie. And they're like, oh, well we'll do, we'll do a comic book. Kids like comic books, <laughs> yeah. but they were aiming it at kids like seven and under. And they're like, wait a minute. They like can't half buy of, anything. They can't, they can't buy anything, and half of them can't read. What is a comic book going to tell them about any of these? They don't know who's good. They don't know who's bad. So they're going to do a, uh, a special, on te- like a two-hour movie on you know primetime or whatever. And Filmation, like the studio that did like just tons of lesser... I, I, don't, I don't mean this in a, in a terrible inferior, but I mean it's lesser quality mm-hmm. cartoons. A lot of reused animation, like just... If you if you go, it's those seventies cartoons that you're like, wow, that character seems to be running in that direction, and he seems to be running by those things a lot. <laughs> that that one, and they're like, well, I mean, you guys could do that, and they're like, or we could produce an entire season of about sixty episodes worth of this for you for the same price, and they're like, wait, what? An entire, yeah, 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 we'll do that, and. It launches and it's it's huge. Like, I, I, not the least of which my my fascination because the main character's secret identity was Prince Adam, and I was just like, oh. And this is what happens when you ask Adam about anything, Smash Brothers. Anything, yes. Well, the, I mean, what it came down to, they created this cartoon to to move this toy line, and like mm-hmm. He Man at its peak was doing five six hundred million dollars a year. And they're just they're selling molded plastic. And that's what Saturday mornings like became. And they're they are about to start a, a He-Man film. Transformers like was one of the things that came out of that. If you look at the IPs that are very popular now, they are the ones that they ingrained in our heads mm-hmm. at that point. And like Pokemon doesn't necessarily have that. It, it actually had an animated show spin out of the video game. But in the same breath, like Mario Brothers had toys, it had cartoons, it had a terrible movie, 
um, which I'm really surprised Nintendo hasn't reattempted. Like at this point, I mean, I mean, besides like the Grand Theft Auto series, Mario Brothers, very, very popular. You know, I heard John Travolta was in talks to be Luigi. I I don't think that should happen. <laughs> that that gives me chills. <laughs> that are multiplying. Anyway, uh, Detective Pikachu entertaining you don't have to know anything about pokemon to enjoy it because i would say most critics would agree it's better than the super mario brothers movie okay excellent and for next week um what is i i really wanted to see tolkien but i can't find a theater like within a 60 60 mile radius that Um, i i want you to see hustle you usually don't see the chick flicks but Rebel Wilson entertains Jenna and I at can, such a high level. Can I watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which it's based on instead? First. And and just review Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Can I, can I <laughs> do be that? I'm playing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's Steve Martin. I understand we've probably missed the, the release window. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean... And yet my spouse does not find that movie funny, which is one of his many flaws. So I know, but it. I mean, if if you wanna if you wanna you know dump on cheaper by the dozen, fine. But like Rupert. this, this is this is planes, trains, and automobiles like era Steve Martin. Like he's trying to eat. So funny. It's, anyway, yeah, uh, I do plan on showing that to the children, but uh, I'm. I'm keen to see how this one plays out. Rebel Wilson, great sense of timing. I I will agree with you. Uh, And I guess the next big one that comes out, I have already read from the critics, Gazira. Huge, huge response. Apparently the most entertaining movie ever made, allegedly. That seems hyperbolic to me. So much praise about this movie. I'm not saying that it won't be fun, but like... I and granted, I I've just been. Our bars are high. I'm just saying it's it's a big lizard stomping on a city, right? Like oh, no, no, no. He becomes their friend, right? But he's still a large lizard and stomps on cities, correct? One hopes, and please, I hope some of the audio is, doesn't is, match up. Is Ryan Reynolds voicing Godzilla in this movie, and I don't know about it? Yes. Oh wait, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> is Will Smith like the? the is, is he the voice of Mechagodzilla? One of the reviews I read said, "If you're not into movies like the Marvel movies, this movie is going to get you there." Right. Avengers Endgame is at two point what three billion dollars at this point. I mean, statistically, if we were to divide up each one, like take the average price ticket price. Isn't that pretty much everyone? Like, yeah. I mean, and if you're not, like, you're you're probably I'm I'm gonna say um, unable to drive to theaters, or maybe you. I, I don't understand. I've heard people who say they are air quotes not interested, <sighs> and then, then I just tune out. But Godzilla thinks that it's got. They're like, oh yeah, like we're gonna take the scraps left over from Avengers and Star Wars. Like. Who's into those? And I'm just the, like, what? The, the reviews that I've read are are loving this. So we'll see. I, I'm not saying I won't show up to it, but like saying that like that just seems like a lot of praise to be. It is. It, maybe maybe it's fantastic and it will 
it will knock my socks off and it will peel the paint from the room. Or maybe they were just comparing it to the last Godzilla film. Maybe. Are we talking about the 97 Godzilla or are we talking about the 2014 Godzilla? Again, you're talking about Tomb Raider and Godzilla like there were other movies made after the crappy ones that were already made. There, but there, 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 there were. Brian Cranston was in the, the 2014, 2014-2015. I'm just saying. Now, there is the, the Ferris Bueller version yes, from 1997. Version. That's all I was which thinking Which is, is how no one refer, lovingly <laughs> refers to it. But it's no, okay. I'll tell you, if you want to make that movie better, change Matthew Broderick's character to Ferris Bueller. Get John Hughes to go back in and rewrite it. And get Ryan Reynolds. To voice Godzilla. Godzilla. For some reason, they have to find and, Ferris's father. Wait, and change Hank Azaria's character to the one he plays in the birdcage. D- Detective Gojira. Like, <laughs> I would, I'm just like, listen, nobody's watching that movie. If you re-edited it and like redubbed it with what we just said... <laughs> You'd make a couple bucks at least. Enough to cover getting Ryan Reynolds to do a voiceover for you. And what's Matthew Broderick doing like these days? Counting Besides his money. I mean being being married to Sarah Jessica Parker, like is that I don't I don't he was in that commercial on the Super Bowl where he reprised the role of Ferris, so like he'll do it. I'm just saying, like you, you sprinkle sprinkle a little money in front of him. Just be like Didn't he win a Tony for the producers? I think he did. But that probably didn't happen two years ago. Probably. No, no. This is okay. this is probably fifteen. Well, all right, years whatever. Ago. Anyway, so that's what we're looking at as we move forward with the movies. And thank you so much for listening, Pika Pika. Pika By the Pika. way, what does that mean? Do we know? I think that's it's just that's the sound Pikachu make. makes. It's it's like if you. So it's not words. It's just a sound. No, I think it's it's like bark bark or or moo or. Howl like it just—it's an onomatopoeia for what, for what Pikachu's said. <laughs> or howl. I don't know. That one just—it's funny. It just they're onomatopoeia. That's that's all it is. Anyway, so uh, thank you so much for attending this grand film, Adam, and thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens.